What's up, world? Welcome, welcome, welcome to to another Ankle Biters podcast where we talk college football from a college fantasy football perspective. I am your host, Tony, a.k.a. Farnsworth, and I'm joined by my man, Hunter Grand. Owens, what's going on, my guy? My man, my man. How you doing, bro? I'm good, man. Man, I'm good, man. Got a good licking this week in the in the in our home league. Ooh, uh, yes, you did. He says I'm his man now, but I gotta play him in the first week of the playoffs. So we're gonna see how that goes. I mean, this ain't never this ain't <laughs> never happened, man. In 16 years we've been doing this, we ain't never face each other in the round one, the playoffs. Not in a round one, man. It's way too early, but that's how the chips fell, and it's partly right. my fault. We'll get into that in a minute because we don't want to keep our special guests waiting. We are extending special guest month because we had to get my guy on. Mm-hmm. Schedules were conflicting, and we couldn't align, so we had to we had to make room for him because this is my boy. This is my dude. This is my guy, and we had to get him in here. Brandon P in a place to be. What is going on, my guy? Fellas, how's it going? I'm, I'm up, so excited, man? man. I'm excited to be here. Uh appreciate you extending the uh the olive leaf and uh postponing uh the, the month of guest on there. Uh you know, some things came up. Uh, you know, mom had to go see the doctor. Make sure you take care of your mamas, everybody. You know, that's important. Mm-hmm. Make sure to take care of your family, absolutely. But I'm so excited to be here and I'm glad that we get to talk. Finally, some college fantasy football, man. It's been it's been too long. It's been a whole year. I'm ready. That's what's up, guys. Yeah, man. It's been a wonderful week for us. Again, uh, like me and Owens, uh, Owens and I were talking about, I got a good lick in this past week. It was one of those weeks where your opponent had the game of his life. <laughs> mm. Don't you love those high-scoring events when you think you got it and they just go off on you, man? That and happens. Listen, I had the second highest score of the week. Okay. Anybody else? Anybody else you'd have beat except him? (laughs) Anybody else? I mean, you talking about everything going right? Everything went right. Every, I mean, the way it started was like, okay, it's gonna be one of those weeks. Okay, okay, because he had Jack Sorensen. He just picked Jack Sorensen up off the waiver wire. Put him in the game, and he goes bananas. Yes. Oh man. Yes. He picked up two eighty-eight two. He picked up the, the three dudes he picked up this week, like two days before. All three of them went <laughs> bananas. <laughs> the Montreal double. Mm. What well, he ended up with three total touchdowns. Yeah. So he had about thirty fantasy points in our league because we count uh, special teams yards. Right. And then Khalil Pimpleton, Pimpleton had two punt returns for a touchdown. Again, we count special team yards. That's important. So <laughs> that's important. Man, talk about waiver wire warrior of the week goes to that guy. <laughs> it's crazy because that's his last name. That's his really? last name. Warrior. His Warrior? last name is Warrior. First name Ultimate. <laughs> <laughs> man, it could have been this past week, but man, it was a wonderful week, though, man. I uh, I got some, I got some play out of my guys. I got some confidence going into this game. I know Owens has some confidence going. In. He's always confident. Uh, 
It was good, man. Uh, got another W there in the Blue Bloods Dynasty League. Me and uh, our my guest this past week on the CFFU podcast was uh, Mr. Joshua Chevalier, and we happened to get both Ws in that league. So we are both fifth and sixth, and we're looking at uh, one last shot to get into the playoffs. Of course, you got the mighty uh, Andrew Katz and Mike Bainbridge holding up the fort up there as well, um, making them trade. You know how it goes. It's like, oh, uh, here's this first round. If I can get that uh, that senior, let me get that Bailey Zappy on the on the low low. You know what I'm oh, saying? True. So a- Andrew Katz and, and those cats, man, the ones that have been there for a long, long time, they're making those moves in Dynasty. They're trying to take home that W, take home that money, and take home that trophy. So uh, we'll see how it goes. Um, and as far as the regular – uh, redraft and you know another W there, so I'm happy uh, that's going on as well. And then uh, you know we have we hit 66 percent this week on the prize picks there on the podcast, so uh, consider that a W. Anything over 50 percent is a win for me. Uh, of course, we'll talk about some of the people that disappointed us um, and kind of cost us that 100 percent, but uh, overall it was a good week and uh, I'm excited. Uh, there were some great matchups this past week that we'll talk about. There's also some good ones coming up next week and. Uh, after that, we're looking at um, the end of the season, but we're looking at, you know, some bowl season type stuff coming up. So, you know, that's definitely on the cards coming up, man. So I'm excited, man. Anytime there's football, I'm ready. Absolutely, man. That sounds great. Shout out to Josh, by the way. Josh holding it down in our league, also in our in our home league. What I want to know, you said somebody's making a trade for Bailey Zappi. Listen, who in the world is giving him up, at, our, especially this time of the year? I our boy Nicholas Elon Allen and shout out CFB winning edge. Man, he, CFB he, winning edge, come he, on. He's Look, like, let me get that. Unbelievable. Andrew Katz just walked up in there and was like, hey man, here's this first round pick I don't want. And let me get Bailey Zappi. Boom, trade happened Brent, within seconds. Brent, over. Let, me, let, let me tell you something, Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> in the 16 years that we have been playing college hmm. fantasy football. I have never made a trade. Uh, I'm not. I'm yeah. not fit to help. We got a trade guy. I'm not fit nope. to help you <laughs> win. If you're gonna get a player, it's gonna be off the waiver wire. Not gonna yeah. come from me. Yes, I like it though. <laughs> the, ul- the ultimate man. Owens knows how to stick it to his opponents. Man, he he's like, no, nah, you want these players? Nah, you should have drafted them mm-hmm. a long yeah. time ago. <laughs> I've never made a, dra- uh, a trade either. Ever. Ever. I've never executed one yet, but I've, I've seen them and now I understand what's going on. And, you know, cause I'm still fairly new to the dynasty part of, uh, yeah. of CFF, but, uh, you know, redraft them and you see it all the time. Cause people are just trying to, you know, get that quick W or, you know, the trade deadlines coming up. We have a trade deadline in this league. So that makes sense too. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like you are starting to see people like, all right, I'm, I'm definitely in the top four. I, I can definitely make this push. Is it worth it, you know, to get rid of my first round or second round, you know, and you got these good guys coming through. I mean, we all talk about, you know, Arch Manning, the next dynasty out of the Manning League and what college he's going to drop to and stuff like that. So, you know, if he goes to Ole Miss or if he winds up in Georgia or something like that with at least decent high octane offense, then people are going to be needing him like right off the bat. So are you willing to give up that to, you know, secure the W? I mean, I get it. Like it's a win now situation. Some people are, you know, they want to, they want to secure the pot. And I understand that's the purpose of the price picks that we do. You got to get that money. So I, I get it, man. But like sometimes, uh, you know, you, you gamble with the first round pick. Cause you never know who's going to be in that first round that you're going to pick up. And 
they might win you uh, leagues, you know, for several years to come. So you never know. Absolutely. I understand, man, but I would probably vomit in my mouth. Me yes. Execute a trade. I can't. Uh, I'd be nervous. I, I get the sweats. I can't do it because I can't deal with the fact that I, you, you think I'm helping you. I right. can't even deal with that fact, even though I know I'm not helping you. Because here's the here's the strange, eerie thing about it. I I I okay. If you ask me for a trade mm-hmm. for a guy, if I was about to drop him, I would keep him. Yes, just so you wouldn't have him. Yes, yes. <laughs> even yes. though I wanted yes. to drop him, I would keep yes. him. Just because you won't, so you wouldn't have it. Oh man, I mean, I hate certain players. Like, it's almost like cutting my nose to spite my face type of thing. You yeah. know what I mean? And right. there's still some of that going on. There's literally like players like from certain teams that you know, like one of your competitors is like a diehard fan of, and they just grab them on purpose because they know good and well you want it, and then they sit there and they dangle it. And it's like, hey, man, you just come see me for that trade. I was like, yeah, but you're going to want, like, some first or second rounder for a dude that I only see, like, you know, I might see for, like, a year, and then, you know, he he graduates. Nah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll let you keep on. You can just – you can stock your bench there. I'll let you – I'll let you clog up the bench. That's fine. I can't do it, man. I can't, no, thank I can't you. do it. No, I don't thank feel you. like I'm helping you in any kind of way. Yes. Man, I just don't want to feel it. You You're better off – not letting me know you want a guy mm-hmm. and, and, and just letting me drop let him. Let me drop him, yeah. <laughs> Some people want yes, you let me game. know you want him, I'll, right. I'll, I'll probably never drop him. Right, yeah. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just suffer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But nah, you can look at his name yeah. on my bench every single day. And just, and just wonder <laughs> yeah, what yes. it would be like if you had it. <laughs> but, guys, we had a wonderful week this past week. Uh, you had a couple teams go down. Michigan State, guys, this Purdue-Michigan State game. That was something, Purdue seems like the quintessential uh, just, I mean, party pooper, throw a wet rag on your party, throwing salt on your game. (laughs) The whole nine. I mean, they they do this stuff on a regular. They did it to Ohio State a couple years ago, and Rondell Moore went bananas mm-hmm. in that game. Mm-hmm. They do it again this year to Michigan State. It's almost like they go in these games. I mean, they did. I mean, they did it twice this year. Because they did it to Iowa first, mm-hmm. right? You guys think they got enough in them to do it again this week against Ohio State? I was, I was going to talk about that later, man. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm hey. Listen, Iowa State. Okay, Ohio, okay, okay. Ohio okay. State. Man, it's, on, on, it's, it's on the card. It's on the card, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's on the card. So let's let's, <laughs> let's 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 deal with this game, guys. This Michigan State and Purdue game. Right. This game. I mean, the way Michigan State came out, it's almost like they came out ready, and then Purdue hit them in the mouth and was like, "Yeah, what? What's up? Yep, we here. And, we here, boys." Yeah, right here. They was like, "Oh shoot, okay, all right." Yeah, Yeah. Uh (laughs) and they never quite got it together after that because Purdue was like throwing some haymakers, man, like some serious haymakers. And I was like, "Oh man, Michigan State, they better get it together." O'Connell, man, Owens, man, what you think, man? Man, O'Connell, man, that boy was dropping dimes, man. That that touchdown in the corner. 
Oh my gosh, man! It's like if it wasn't perfect, if that wasn't a perfect pass, man, I'm, I don't know what is. I mean, he dropped that baby right in the back of the pylon. He just one foot in, man. It's like, man, this dude is throwing darts, man. He is, and they can't, they couldn't do nothing about it. It's just like, man, he is just confident, man. And it was like a whole new new team, man. And Bale was just running free, man. He's still open. Bale open right now. He's been open all day. <laughs> Brandon T. Yes. Bro, what you think about this game, man? One, I'm happy to see uh, our boy Kenneth Walker, the Thoid. That's still Thoid. Doing, the Thoid. He's still doing his thing, man. Still making a case for the Heisman. This might hurt it just a little bit, honestly, because this is a little stinger. Yeah. I call Purdue my legend killer. They're my Randy Orton, man. They're taking down these ranked teams left and right, man. Uh and like we talk about coming up, this might happen again. Uh, people underestimate uh, the Purdue. I mean, they really come in together as a team. And you can right. see it was a team effort. They really, I mean, yeah, David Bell went off. But at the right. same time, the rest of the team, even the running game got it together. It's like Purdue's starting to gel. They're finding those key players now. And now's the time where they're starting to work their way towards a you know a bowl entrance. But they're taking people out of the playoff contention in the, in the wake of them coming together. I, I mean, this is college football at its best. Underdog season, man. I love it. Yes, absolutely, man. You knew it was one of those days when you saw the trick play from Jackson Anthrop. Yes. Uh, and you're like, man, this mm-hmm. is this is this gonna work? Is this gonna work? Mm-hmm. And the guy starts cutting through, and you're like, This is gonna work. It's gonna work. Gonna, yeah, he's, he's getting in, work. he's getting in. Yeah. <laughs> getting in on Jackson Anthrop, man, takes that yeah. one to the house on the trick play. But on you mentioned Aiden O'Connell, man, 536. Yards mm. through mm. the air, three touchdowns, no picks, five thirty-six mm. guys. There were some quarterbacks that went hard this mm. past week. I mean, yes, again, this is a college fantasy football podcast, but it's from a college, uh, it's a college football podcast, but it's from a college fantasy football perspective. Mm-hmm. So we're always going to mix that in, even if when we're not in our CFF segment. Guys, there were some quarterbacks that went hard this past week, man. You had a couple guys throw for over 500 yards. A bunch of guys go for over 400 yards. But this particular game, uh, again, man, Brandon T. mentioned David Bell, 11 catches, 217. I mean, only Wisconsin so far Mm -hmm. has got the blueprint on David Bell. To stop David Bell. Mm. And it's almost like the teams that are playing, playing them after Wisconsin had pretty much drew up the blueprint. They're almost not even considering that blueprint. <laughs> no, they don't even, they're not even watching the, the recap no. game. Like, no, come on, man. It's 10 minutes. Field. It's highlights, man. 10 minutes. Come on. We talk about practice. Come on. We're talking about practice. Practice. <laughs> practice? Talking about practice. Talking about practice. <laughs> this was a good game, man. Again, Purdue, one of those sneaky teams you got to watch out for. Guys, Cincinnati and Tulsa. This Tulsa situation, man, they hit the ball down inside the five, couldn't get it in. They get a mulligan. Mm. Wait a minute, man. Inside the fuck. Come on, Owens, man. Wait, 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 wait. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. <laughs> the if he if he I know I know it's re, it's a reaction type of thing, man. Everybody was in a pile. Mm-hmm. None of the Cincinnati players even knew the ball was over there. 
Like you pick it up and just run it. You could you could have you could have picked it up and walked it in the end zone and and then tie the game was you know go for two to tie the game. It's like you dive on it. I know, like I said, it's a reaction thing. You brought ball right here. You just but some it was like three Tulsa players right there around the ball. They saw it, and one guy was getting ready to pick it up before the guy dove on him. It could have just picked it up and walked it into the end zone. Cincinnati, like I said, the players was in the pile. They didn't even know where the ball was. So the ball just happened to roll. That was weird. It, just, the way it, it was weird. Like yeah, I could just mm-hmm. come off one of the bottom of the pile. Just like, <laughs> yeah, like the way just go. rolled it out. Here you go, Tulsa. <laughs> this is your this is your gift, right? You can win this game. It's like yes, that's what it was like. You can win this game. <laughs> I don't know, man. He could, like I said, he could have just picked it up, walked it in, man. But it, I don't know, man. They, they, uh, uh, uh. Brim, you know, knee touches right before the ball crosses. I mean, it was like, okay, since y'all didn't want it, since y'all didn't want this Tulsa, we're gonna make it happen the other way. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, and I don't mean to cut you off, but you're talking about the knee being down. It's almost like there's no way of the player was gonna stop him from getting in. Right. He gave himself up. Right. Right. He could have just threw his body in there and got yeah, in. And got in. But he's right. trying to trying to trying to dodge contact and knee is down at like the half yard mark. Right. Inches before yes. the goal. You could have just threw your body in there, bro. Touchdown. Yeah. Brandon, yeah. come on, bro. Come on, Brandon. All right. So here's the narrative, boys. Cincinnati need to make a statement, right? Did they make a statement? Nope. No, no. Nope. What uh, what's going? I get it. Sometimes you just have those weird weeks, but it's like what Three happened? Yeah, what's what's going on with Cincinnati? Like, aren't you mad that they screwed y'all over? Come on, man! Like, y'all, you're in the you were number two in the nation, right? And then they're gonna disrespect you like that. But you're not mad enough to just tear Tulsa a new one and go fifty nothing, like. Don't get me wrong, Drew. You know, our boy Ford, he's a little bit banged up. I hope he gets, you know, he's good to good for next one. We've been praying for you, Mr. Ford. You're a fantastic running back. Keep doing what you're doing. But Ritter needed to take it on and he needed to feast and he needed to do it on his own. But it's almost like as soon as Ford went out, all momentum left. Mm-hmm. I don't get that, man. Like, where's that fire? Where's that passion? Because you're going to need it. Like, granted, all they got to do now is just keep winning. If they can keep winning the rest of the season, they're probably going to wind up in the playoff situation. And I hope that's the case. But they need to find something to get mad about. That's all I got to say. Like, <laughs> get get mad. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't you feel disgraced? Like, come on, man. This is near the. This is where it counts. Like, get it, get it, get it done. You know. This stuff. Absolutely. This this stuff makes me mad because I hear them talking about Oklahoma Sooners and how Oklahoma struggled at the beginning of the season, and then they say. Oh, we're gonna move, we're gonna drop them because they are they struggling. We're gonna move them down here. They they struggling. They we're gonna we're gonna move them. You know what I mean? It's like, and they look at Cincinnati and they say, Oh, well, we think they got a good enough team, so we're gonna leave them <laughs> right here at number two. Like, what's the difference? Like, you had a bad first half against Tulane, you know, and you got it together where you didn't I don't even think they covered the spread that week. And it's like week before you, you almost lost the Navy or, or, or could have went to overtime with Navy. Mm, that was close. And then yeah. it's like it's like three weeks in a row, but they still saying the same thing. We think this Cincinnati team is still is good enough, so we're gonna leave them. And like, okay, well, oh, you was undefeated. What's the difference? Like they struggling, they still winning. 
I, I just it just it boggles me, man. Like to think like how they how they look at certain teams one way and look at another team another way, but you're doing the same stuff. They're judging them different because when they're they're judging OU from the powerhouse perspective, from the blue blood perspective. It's that P five. Yeah, and they're saying you should not be getting shut out at halftime by Kansas. <laughs> well, well, what I heard an ESPN analyst say that the preseason um, uh, predicaments, uh, the preseason, what is it? Uh, predictions. Predictions about Oklahoma hurt oh. them, whereas the preseason predictions for Alabama helped them. They both had the same thing. They had them one and two, but Alabama lost to a mm. but it helped them. Oklahoma struggling hurt them. I'm like, what's the – but it's like you see the difference? And she, when she said that, I was like, oh, wow, same thing, like the preseason predictions. One hurt one team, one helped another team. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> I get the narrative. Uh, Unbelievable. But when we're talking about the next week's preview, we, you know, I, I wanted to put it in there because I was like, we got to talk about Oklahoma versus right, Baylor. Right, right, right. And we're going to. We're going to. I'm, I'm but, sorry. I just had to throw that in there. <laughs> no, you're good. We're about, before, you know. Before, before we get going, I just want to throw this out there. Cincinnati gave up 100 yards rushing to two different running backs in that game, by the way. Unbelievable. Just want to throw that out there, by the way. Oh, Cincy. Come on, Barry. Talk about another D. Why are we talking about defenses falling apart? Right. Yes. Kentucky. Yes. Tennessee. Yes. Kentucky hung their hat on defense coming into the year. Mark Stoops, a defensive-minded coach, and they've been known that that's their reputation. Mm. Right? Yep. Since Mark Stoops has been there, they play great defense. Mm-hmm. Really hasn't been the case as of late. Josh Heupel comes in, pushing that ball down the field. Hendon Hooker is looking like the man. Why the heck did, was Joe Milton even out there to begin with? That's what Hendon Hooker's looking like. They put up half, a, you know, almost almost half a hundred on this Kentucky defense, this vaunted Kentucky defense, and and. They're running up and down the field on on, on Kentucky. Hendon Hooker's doing everything he's big enough to do in this game. Brandon, what you think about this game, man? Tennessee and Kentucky, man. Came down to the wire. It did. It did. But when it mattered the most, Kentucky lost what they are best at. And that's the defensive mindset. Like I don't, it might have been Spin Hooker, maybe had their had their thing. Maybe, you know, he spent that time in the uh in the war room looking at uh looking at plays and found something within Kentucky's defense that he knew he could exploit. Um apparently they did something right because it sounds like Kentucky is just um I'm not saying that they're trying to phone it in, but it's like they're just uh they're just trying to survive and make it through the rest of the season is what it looks like as far as an eye test perspective. But at the same time, like I'm not saying that they're not trying. I'm just saying that these other teams are just wanting it more if that makes sense. Like where's that same thing like with Cincinnati. Where's the Kentucky that took down Florida, man? Like that was all defense. You know what I mean? Like that's the Kentucky that if they want a good bowl game and, you know, get re-ranked and stuff like that, that's that mentality they're going to have is that you don't come into our house and you don't, we don't go over there and you don't score. That's just how it's going to be. Um, and then look what George is doing. Come on. So it's like, and we'll talk about Hendon Hooker here shortly when it comes to starts and sits too. But like, that's, that's the, that's the rap with, with Kentucky, man. It's like, um, you know, 
if they find that defensive mindset that you're just not going to score anymore, they're going to, it's going to be like outcomes like Florida where they just expected to walk in and Florida was just going to spank him, and that didn't happen. That's back when Florida was ranked. You know what I mean? So that's that's kind of what I saw in that. It's just Tennessee wanted it more, and uh, Hooker just came to ball, man. He just he exploited what he could find, and he he got the job done. So I loved it. It was it was down to the wire. Mm-hmm. Owens, man, this dude was 15 for 20, <clears throat> 316 and four. 75% Oof. of his passes being completed. Against and, against Kentucky's defense, <laughs> that is efficient. <laughs> I am still shocked at what I'm seeing from Hendon Hooker. I'm sorry, like hmm. the guy was not a accurate passer last year. I'm just sorry. I'm sorry. Maybe you know, it was Justin Fuente, man. Because I don't maybe. know, man. But he was no, no, man. Because he was throwing some of them balls, man. Like. Five feet above them, dude, man. Two yards behind them at their feet, man. Had, I mean, it was horrible, man. It's like I looked at the guy and said, ain't no way I'm picking that guy up. Yep. And he's like a completely <laughs> different guy this year, man. I am yeah. shocked. Maybe, shocked. maybe. What a difference a year makes, man. Maybe he just had time to work with a QB coach or something yeah, like that. Who knows? Yeah, the system. The system works. It could, I think I think it I think the system has a lot to do with it, man. Yeah, but he worked on a lot, man. I'm just saying some of them passes, man. He, it, it was they was pitiful. Some of them throws he was making like it was pitiful. <laughs> he's just he's just an all around better quarterback this year, man. That you know, that's all it is, man. This <laughs> one on the theme of quarterbacks. Wake Forest. Mm. Brandon T, your 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 North Carolina Tar Heels. We'll get to you in a minute because I know you yes, have a lot sir. to say about this. This is why Owens, I put it in, baby. <laughs> Owens, you got on the North Carolina blue. What's up, man? Yeah, I like that. Hey, man, we called this game a shootout last week. Remember, we we said it. We did. Yeah, we did, man. This game is going to be a shootout, and that's exactly what we got. These quarterbacks, man, was – I mean, Hartman, that dude has just been on fire, man, for the last three, four, five weeks, whatever it's been. That dude is Ridiculous. on fire. Been one of the we hottest seven, quarterbacks seven in the nation. Touchdowns. Yes. He's been one of the hottest quarterbacks in the nation, like I said, for about three, four weeks, man. It's just – it's just – I knew it. And and Howell, I mean, he didn't do that good through the air, but, I mean, he used his legs, you know, got some some running around or whatever, man, made it hard on the defense. But, man, that Ty Chandler boy, your boy, Ty Chandler, man, that boy, man. What a stud. Man. (laughs) 22 for 213 and four. That boy just – man, get off of me. Get off of me. I'm going to go to this end zone. Get off of me. Yeah. Or come with me. <laughs> or I'll drag in the end zone with me. Yeah, you yeah, pick we'll basically. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was oh, it man. was it was a good game, man. Uh I mean I'm the one that picked this. I, I'll be admit I am the Homer UNC guy in the CFF community. It is what it is. I you probably chime it in, but uh uh you know, we all called it. It's gonna be a shootout, and there's no defense on these two teams. Most of the ACC, let's face it, there ain't no defense in the ACC. You're <laughs> <laughs> supposed to be None. And I'm talking about you guys in Clemson too. Like I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to, you know, you know, but anyway, this was going to be what it was going to be. Now props to wake. They went in looking to shut down the main target, which was Josh Downs. They did a good job. They did. They really did. And uh, the thing is the great thing about uh, wake Forest, And that's where I'll also give them the props is they're really good about putting these packages together where they confuse the defense on the other side. And then of course we had that, 
you know, quote unquote targeting where our main uh, linebacker hit Sam Hartman in the helmet. It was unfortunate, but it knocked him out the whole game. So now you have the guy that usually leads them on the defense decide to do it. So the heart that Carolina showed on defense finally for a change and to see guys like a storm duck out of defense and stuff like that actually live up to their recruiting, you know, level, which we talked about over on the, you know, with Jared's podcast is that to, to this point, they haven't been living up to those, you know, that, standard that they were recruited with but now they're starting to you know at least put it together enough to try to pull out a w and uh, you know being at home helps too so i mean being in chapel hill where you have a ruckus crowd and there was times there where i thought it was over we were down a couple scores and then all of a sudden we got right back into it and a part of that is ty chandler um but it was an expand up mentality and that's what i liked about it the best is that our boy antoine green now that uh We've lost uh, Joffrey Brown and uh, I think one more to the transfer portal. You know, we had finally a wide receiver to start to emerge. Yes, he's a senior, so we only get to enjoy him for a few more games. But at least we got someone that stepped up finally that uh, Sam can rely on when he's not doing it. And uh, just shout out to Sam Howe for his toughness, man. Like he, he took some lickings in this one. Wake Forest, they, they stuck it to him, but he still got it done. So this was a great game and I'm excited for uh, what's to come again. So we got another great matchup with UNC coming up next week. So great game, man. Yes, sir. Shout out to Jared Blazing Trails Palm Grin, by the way. Yes, yes. Doing the Lord's work. <laughs> Doing the Lord's work out there, man. How about the right Reverend A.T. Perry, man, showing up? Oh, yes. Six catches, 129 yards. Game. I call him the right Reverend because his name sounds like he just sounds like a preacher. Oh, yeah. He's Perry. He's full evangelist, man. Perry. Yeah, man, absolutely. He's got to be. A.T. Yep. Perry, the, the, the right Reverend. Bishop A.T. Perry. Perry. Doing the Lord's work out in Wake. What is it? Durham? No, is it? No, that's not. He's in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Winston-Salem, that's right. Out of of Winston-Salem. Doing the Lord's work in Winston-Salem. Yeah, man. Sam Hartman, man. On the ground, man. 12 carries, 78 yards, two touchdowns. Yep. -hmm. I mean, who would have thought that this was the guy – Sitting behind Jamie Newman, you know, yeah. Mister Mister, I'll I'll take any advice, Jamie right. Newman. Mister, <laughs> that, <laughs> that guy, that guy. But again, yes, uh, Tyson Chandler, uh, uh, Ty Chandler, man, my opponent. <laughs> you hear me talking about that at the beginning of the show. Hmm. How I uh-huh. took a good licking. He had Sam Hartman and Ty Chandler. Oh, the dirty double. Oh my goodness! AC he had them both, yep. along with Jack Sorensen, Khalil Pimpleton. Who else <laughs> just just <laughs> hooked him? Travis died. <laughs> real, real, real quick, yeah, Travis died. Keaton, oh, yeah. Mi- Keaton Mitchell, Keaton oh, Mitchell, ECU. Yes, yeah, Kenneth Walker the third, the third, the third. <laughs> I oh, mean. Man. He got a squad. I mean, he got he got a squad. He got a squad. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, wow. I took a good weekend from that squad this week. It's one of those weeks where he just he just he just did his thing. What nothing I can do about it. Yeah, what nothing I can do about it. I mean, I had to play. I had the points on the bench. Had I played a couple other guys, I could have got the W. But there's no way I was. I mean, I I wanted to sit Matt Corral. Because I know he's injured. He hadn't been 100% since he had 30 carries in the game against mm-hmm. Tennessee. He yeah. just hadn't been the same since. And I wanted to play Rashad White, but him being injured the week before, you just don't know what his usage is going to be like. 
Right. So I couldn't, so I couldn't take that chance. Right. I took a chance on Ch uh, Chase Brown, even though I knew there was a possibility that something like that would happen when he gets a bunch of yards, but he didn't get a touchdown. Mm -hmm. So had that whole situation going on right there, too. All right, guys. Owens, what you think about this Alabama-LSU game, man? The sloppy game it was. Oh, man. That's exactly Ugly what game. it was. Ugly. Yes. And Alabama should have got beat. <laughs> they they should have. They, 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 man, listen. They should have got beat. I just uh, – here we go again. Talking about Bama. Talking <laughs> about, talking about uh, the struggles. You know, all this kind of stuff. You fighting with a four and five team. Y'all don't look like the number two team in the country. At home. Because, at home. But guess what they're going to say? Alabama, number two. They, 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 they ask Alabama. You know what I mean? I, I, anyways, man. LSU I, I was talking. LSU State. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. I mean, they should have lost this game. You, 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 you have a, uh, 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 what you call it? Uh, not a, a zero scoring fourth quarter. Against LSU, and you're you're holding you're, you're you're holding them off. I mean, it's like you know how you your, your nephew you you hold him up and put your hand out yeah. there and he's yeah. trying to get to you swinging. Think about it, Owens. Man, is LSU were down so many defenders? Yes, especially in the secondary. Right, but but but, but they struggling with them. But guess what? They still Alabama. They're gonna stay number two. So I don't know, man. I, I just I just wish there was just a little bit more equality, man, <laughs> throughout this, you know, college fantasy football, man, the, the rankings and stuff. But anyway, um, I'm gonna get on uh Brian Robinson Jr. a little later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just what you think, man. I'm gonna talk. <laughs> I'm gonna let Owens talk on Robinson. Uh so, yeah, it was a sloppy game. It was ugly. I mean, it was, it was nasty in general. But one thing is consistent. John Mechie, the Thoid. Thoid. Mr. Reliable, Mr. Veteran himself, and you'll see that name come up again. Uh, when it matters the most, when Young is, is rifling and, you know, stuff's going wrong, they go to their veterans, and that's something that I uh, – I, I do give the shout out to Nick Saban. I'm the same way. I, I'm tired of hearing about Alabama. Of course, I'm from, you know, I'm a Carolina guy. I'm tired of hearing about Clemson. So now, you know, we might, you know, see a change of guard there and stuff like that. However, stuff in Alabama, that's not going to change anytime soon. And let's face it, because as many recruits they're going to get in, that's a, uh, that's like a uh, New England Patriots type level of dynasty, man. It's just, it's ongoing for long, long periods of time. Uh, but yeah, shout out to John Matthew the third, Deathoid. And uh, yeah. For um, just being Mr. Reliable and uh, and getting the job done, and you know, like in a nasty game like that, you rely on your your vets and uh, proving proving that he gets it done. Um, Alabama's finding ways to 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 make it, make it happen. The narrative continues, and until someone knocks them off the peg for that second loss, then uh, then you know we're gonna keep hearing it. So, Alabama number two, <laughs> right behind Georgia, we know it's happening. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's happening. <laughs> Guys, we've got a wonderful week to look forward to. We just recap week 10, week 11 awaits. We were talking about Purdue just earlier and how Brandon called him the giant killer. Legend killer, but I like that. The He's legend saying. killer. The legend killer. We'll go with that one. The legend <laughs> killer. They've got Ohio State, guys. Mm. Again, we, we, we brought this up, how they went into – 
the horseshoe a couple of years ago with Rondell Moore, and they thumped Ohio State then. Guys, Ohio State is almost a three-touchdown favorite in this game. I don't see that. I'm sleeping. Uh, I don't need sleeping. I don't, I don't, I don't see Ohio State beating them by three touchdowns. I don't see it. Not with the way Ohio State secondary is playing. Hmm. You know, it's it's been some guys running free. Like, 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 for example, um last week, the guy catches a long touchdown pass because the safety went too far over. Left the uh, middle, of the, middle of the field wide horrible. open. Yeah, horrible. he gone. And it's like, okay, yeah, stuff like that, man. Dude, listen, uh, uh, O'Connell, uh, uh, what is, what is uh, O'Connell? He gonna, he gonna, mm-hmm. he gonna, he gonna tear them up, man. So you saying David Bell's gonna have twenty catches for two hundred eighty yards? <laughs> <laughs> Three tighties. I'm saying, I'm saying, Stroud is gonna have to keep up. With O'Connell, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. If he if he can't, they're gonna lose. B. People are sleeping on Purdue, man. They yeah. don't understand. You, this yeah. is a hurt. This is the hurt locker waiting to happen, man. This is another. I like to call it trap game. You know, some people don't like to call it that. These are trap games. Yeah. Ohio, Ohio State is one loss away from not seeing this playoff. Yep. And Purdue is handing out L's nonstop to these yes, kids, they man. Are. And they, they play they play like they want to do it. And that's what I that's what I got. I'm like David Bell, yeah, on offense they're blue, but like Purdue's they playing like they play an upset. They love it. <laughs> they, they like they, it. They they in the trenches and they like it. Yes. <laughs> so Purdue was coming for you, Ohio State. Man. Be, careful. Be careful. They like to be the one to, yeah, we're gonna we gonna ruin everything for they're you. They're the legendaries, man. They like dropping them RKOs on people, man. Come on. We got another one next week. Let's do this again next week. Yeah, they're having fun, man. This is their best life. Yeah, they're living their best life. Uh, I mean, if Ohio State does pull it off, it's going to be like a field goal if they're lucky. You know what I'm saying? Like, Ohio State just needs to be prepared. That's all I'm saying. It's like, just be prepared. Don't go in it. Don't go in it jokingly, acting like you got it in the bag. You saw what happened with Michigan State, man. Just be careful. Man, I'm – Man, careful I'm not. to cover that, man. I'm, I'm yeah. taking it's, it's, it's almost like that's a no brainer, man. I'm taking yes. Purdue. I'm with you. Yeah, if, you're, if you're a bet, man, take the over on Purdue, man, for sure. Man, cover that 20 and a half. It might be Purdue straight up. Nope. Yeah. I'm telling you, it might be Purdue straight up, guys. I'm with you. AM and Ole Miss. Again, we mentioned that Matt Corral uh, is hobbled, hurt, mm. hadn't been the same. Mm-hmm. Since the game against Tennessee, is his his? I mean, got a couple bad wheels. He's he's working with. A and M's got a nasty defense, man. Mm-hmm. Good. They've got a nasty defense, and Ole Miss is banged up. Mm-hmm. Missing wide receivers. Guys are trying to go, can't go. Mm-hmm. I don't know how good this looks for Ole Miss, and the lane train may come to a halt this week, guys. It don't look good at all for Ole Miss. No, I don't think it does, man. It's in Oxford, which is great, but that A&M defense is nasty, and they're playing with confidence since they beat Alabama. Mm-hmm. I mean, they pretty much shut Georgia uh, – not, not Georgia, but Auburn down. Mm-hmm. Held them to three points. 
I think this is going to be a, a grinding, uh, teeth, teeth gritting struggle for Ole Miss. If it's not a blowout. You think, I mean, you, you pick an A&M for the blowout? I mean, I pick A&M to blow them out. A&M going to win this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they're gonna win this game. Uh, I think so too. It's either gonna be a blowout or or they gonna. I'm gonna say like they probably win this game by at least 17 points. I think that's that's fair. Yeah, I think they'll win this game by at least 17. Yeah, I think I think I think Ole Miss is uh, kind of prone to give up rushing yards. Mm-hmm. So Spiller and A Chain. Mm. Oof. That's who I'm going to bring up. You need to be careful. They're good. <laughs> they're real good. They're good. No, yeah, they're good. No, if I if I have to be very honest, and I ain't trying to drop you know bold predictions, but uh, I think A and M could win SEC this year, boys. I think it's it's very Ooh. possible. Uh, they got they got the right. the The defense is coming on strong now. Their run games on par. They're finally getting a nice Smith. They're getting the wide receivers involved. Uh, I mean, I, I wasn't expecting with Calzada. I'll be honest with you. Now we got to monitor Calzada because I know I think he got banged up with his arm and stuff like that. So, but if he's back in, then I think uh, we could see A and M kind of roll pretty easily through this as well. But A uh, and M's on all cylinders right now, and uh, I don't, you know, with Corral banged up, uh, a lot of the rest of the teams banged up. Uh, yeah, and like we saw, like, Cooper just couldn't. I mean, Snoop Connor, even you know, Paris, they can't. They're they're not being able to help. Like there's just not enough firepower like you see at Ole Miss. They're all banged up, you know. And this is the time where Texas A&M is focused on winning the SEC and moving forward to the uh, to a championship game. So uh, I see it by at least you know I'll, yeah 14 to 17 points. That sounds about right. You know, at least a two touchdown, two two score win basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, we've got of course this this is called the Ankle Biters Podcast, and yeah. our Twitter handle is at CFF Nation Sooner Nation CFF. Sooner Nation would be because we're Sooner fans. Hmm. They've got the Baylor Bears coming in this week who just got beat. I don't know oh how yeah. by a Gary Patterson list <laughs> TCU team. Hmm. That so was I'm shocking me- to me. It might be a Gary Patterson revenge game. That's why they got it done. Maybe, maybe they stuck it out for the coach, got it done. I don't know. Man, that was shocking to me. For them, I mean, to 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 see because Baylor has looked good all year, Mary. outside of the Oklahoma State game. Mm. I'm gonna tell you what happened. What happened, old? <laughs> you know, Dugan did not mm-hmm. play, right? He did. He did. So. Coming into this, neither did Zach Evans, right? Right, neither did Zach Evans. Yeah. So, so Baylor coming into this game, I know they was probably overlooking them, looking at we got Oklahoma coming up the week after, Uh and they have no Dugan, they have no Evans, Mm. so this should be a you know walk in the park. (laughs) And then they ran into Chandler Morris, who just lit them up. <laughs> I mean, he ripped them a new one, brand new one. Yep. And Man. it's like they wasn't expe- boy. they wasn't expecting it. It was just like the dude is throwing it all over the place. He's running it all over the place. <laughs> they didn't know what to do with him. It was. Where'd this come from? Who is this guy? We didn't prepare for him. We ain't got nope. no tape on him. We ain't got no film on him. We don't know what he's mm. like. 
don't know. You know, I don't know how to mess with him. We don't know nothing. Oh. So you're saying they've been watching tape of Oklahoma for two weeks straight instead of TCU. Getting it, and they got mm. it. They got it. They got the ed upset. <laughs> but uh, this is still, I mean, regardless of what happens, Baylor versus Oklahoma, man, this is a ranked match. This is an important matchup, guys. So this is where Oklahoma's schedule gets tough. I mean, and then, yeah, I get it. Like, you know, people will say what they need to say, but you guys got the right people on your team now. I, I like the quarterback that's there. Caleb Williams is that dude. Mm-hmm. So – but you saw, like he—he's a happy-go-lucky guy, but he needs to—he needs to zone it in, and that's from an outside perspective. Like I love everything. Like when I watched the spring game, I could tell Williams was honestly—I thought he was better than Rattler, and I'll be straight up honest. I didn't yeah. say anything because people would have thrown me to a fire and said I was a witch or something. You know what I'm saying? Like you yeah, can't say that at the beginning of the sittings. But now I'm be like, listen, like I ain't trying to say I told you so, but it's like Williams is definitely the talent that you want to lead this team. However, he's a freshman. He's got to focus, man. Like he's got to get it. He's got to. He's going to do it. And I think you know, you know, the team's going to have him ready, but they have to be prepared for Baylor because they're going to play him tough. And this is where Oklahoma to survive and move up those rankings to get into the top four. They got it. They have to win. They have to win because if they do one, the narrative is there. Alabama will wind up still being there. Oklahoma will unfortunately be the odd man out, and I don't want that because I think. A Caleb Williams in the playoffs, that's that would be fun to see. I honestly want to see it. So uh I still say Oklahoma gets it done. I'm gonna say it's a close one though. I'm gonna say maybe a touchdown. Man, what we're looking at Caleb Williams gotta be looking at his chops, man, after seeing Chandler Moore's yes four four sixty one. Yes. So he, he's gotta be looking his chops at, at, at this particular matchup, man. I can't wait to watch this though. Uh but this other one, man, uh Notre Dame and Virginia, guys. Notre Dame in Virginia. Um, will we see Brendan Armstrong this week? That's, uh, that's yeah. the question. Because mm-hmm. if, if Armstrong is a go, Notre Shoot Dame up. better watch out. Notre yeah. Dame better watch out if he's a go. Yeah, it's all what happened with Notre Dame versus Carolina in a shootout. So it's going to be the same thing if Armstrong's on the field. So Notre Dame better be ready to uh, to fight for their life to keep that score up because if not, it's not going to end well. Um but if Armstrong is out, man, what an advantage. What a, yes. what a you know, Notre Dame man could just start the run game. I mean, Williams might see, a, you know, Williams showing, you know, he'll be a little bit higher than his usual his standing there. We'll start seeing a ground and pound that Notre Dame's kind of notorious for instead of the, the run and gun that they've had to do to stay in games and stay, you know, ranked and stay relevant. So we'll see how it goes. Sure so. It's all about yeah. Armstrong, though. If Armstrong's in, get ready, boys. Get the well, popcorn. <laughs> they, they, better, they, better, they better shoot some steroids or something, Armstrong. Get get out there, boy. Get some feel good stuff, man. He'd be all right. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. That is it for our regular college football discussion. Mm. We're going to get into our CFF segment now. Guys, we're going to look at some studs of the week, some guys that got down, some guys that did their thing. Some stars that shine brighter than others. Stud of the week. Owens, who's your stud of the week, man? I got to go with Dwayne McBride, man, from UAB. Running back. Mm. Only 14 carries, 210 rushing yards, Mm -hmm. and four touchdowns. Yes, sir. Oh, my gosh, man. I mean, (laughs) Uh, 14 Ridiculous. carries. Man. <laughs> it's like, 
Wait a What's minute, good? man. What are you doing? Like, you breaking Efficient. all over? Wow, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yards per carry. Unbelievable. Ridiculous. He's starting to come on. Like I said, as of late, he's been starting to come on a little bit stronger. Um, uh, but this come out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Like, we wasn't expecting it. Louisiana Tech, man. What was y'all? It's, it's not like they was feeding him the ball because it made 14 carries. He wasn't getting a lot. So it's like, man, the guy's his long was 43 yards. You would think with 210, with 14, you think he, oh, he broke an 80, 80 yard or he broke a, you know what I'm saying, a 95 yard or something. Like, his long was 43. <laughs> oh, 14 carries, man. Like, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> man, no, man, man, 15 uh, yards of tote, buddy. 15 yards of tote. That's some, that's some big holes, man. Holy cow. <laughs> hey, he's getting 10, 12 yards of pop. Yes. Unbelievable. With, 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 with 14 carries and as long as 43. As long as 43. He's getting. 10, 15, 20 yards a pop. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable. <laughs> but, yeah, that's that's my stud of the week, man. Go ahead, Brandon. My stud of the week was guy that we just talked about. However, he wasn't as efficient. He had to do 22 carries to get 213 yards. That's my boy Ty Chandler. He did get his four touchdowns. He did get that reception for an extra 30 yards. So when a man got it done, he had to probably do at least five or six yards per carry, but he still got he still got it done. <laughs> and uh, you know, shout out to the Tar Heels for um, helping Sam out. I know like he, he's probably pretty bummed about the Josh Downs not being able to uh, be a big playmaker in this game. However, uh, shout out to the team for uh, coming up with different ways to get it done and to uh, take down a ranked team. If anything, at least you know we got some respect back for some of the hard losses that we've had this year so far. So definitely happy with the fifty-eight to fifty-five win. Uh, I sweated a lot. Lost all my fingernails again, guys. Uh, you know, <laughs> it happens. These are these shootouts I'm used to. I had two in Virginia, and they just grew back out of the Virginia game, so I had to bite them all off for this one, too. So I might have to wind up uh, biting my knuckles for the Pittsburgh one. We'll see how it goes. But Ty Chandler, 22 carries, 213 yards, four touchdowns. Great job, Ty. Keep it up, buddy. Yeah, he did that on me, sucker. I've actually played him this time. He's been so wishy-washy. I was like, I'm going to play Ty this week, and I'm glad I did. Uh, uh, smooth smooth sailing for the dub this week. Fellas. Brandon, you talk about wishy-washy and sometimes I had him on my squad coming into this year. Uh-huh. And he had that good game against – who was that he tore yeah. up? Was it Virginia? He uh, tore somebody up mm -hmm. earlier in the year. And I'm thinking, oh, I'm putting him in the game the next week. No, he the didn't next do week good. I no. put him in and he stunk. Same thing that happened to me. So I sat my maybe, bench for weeks. <laughs> made, made me so mad, I dropped him. It was mm. Virginia. Yeah, he told Virginia up. That's big man. What was the next game? Georgia Tech. Yeah, the Tech game was 17 carries for 48 yards. Ew. Un I dropped him. <laughs> and he's been getting down ever since. Ever since. <laughs> yeah. He's been lighting it up. Ridiculous. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to go with this little freshman, man. Yeah. Trayvon Rudolph. What's up? Wide mm. receiver mm. for Northern Illinois. Oh, my goodness, man. Mm. Listen, mm. man. 14 catches. 309 yards. Oof. Kent State. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Unbelievable. How you let a guy who is 5'10", 179 pounds 
go for 309. Yes, I said that correctly. 309. 309 yards, three touchdowns. Max. Catch. This guy's 179 pounds. He's 5'10. This dude isn't 6'4, 220. He's an ankle biter, man. A he's little ankle biter. That's right. He, he's that <laughs> slot receiver. This is that Max in life, baby. Yes, <laughs> love Maxion. Oh yeah, yes. This is when it's at its finest, boys. No defense, all at offense. It's finest when it's no defense on a Tuesday night. Yep. Fourteen it. catches, man. <sighs> okay, when you drop, when, when when they get ready, say, ready, say, hey, who you think the ball going to? Like, do you do you think after catch like numbers seven, do you think they're gonna look for this guy? Like when they didn't catch number eight or nine, you think, are they gonna look for this guy again? Like mm-hmm. when you find only, him, not only was he catching them three hundred and nine yards, he running, yeah, yeah. So this is not these little pitch, tunnel screen swing S- pass. Nope, bomb <laughs> smoking Lombardi with the last name. What a name to have yeah. to be bombing it. Yes, Lombardi. yes. He needs to be consistent too, because he would be a yes. And he was got a cannon on too. Fantasy asset if yep. he was consistent. Yeah, he's got yes. a cannon, just not not very efficient. Yep. Rocky Lombardi, with the the, yep. the blonde bomber. Yep, the yes. blonde bomber. I like it. Yeah, he uh, <laughs> this this guy Trevon Rudolph has six catches for 160 and two in the previous game against Central Michigan. So he's kind of coming on round. Um, but man, this was this was ridiculous, man. Guys, this was ridiculous. Freshman, 14 mm. catches, 309 yards, three touchdowns. Okay, I'm going to quit salivating because he's not even on my team. Yeah, man. You just got to appreciate that. They got to redo that field, man. He burnt that mm. all the way up. Yep. <laughs> he did. <laughs> he burnt it up. <laughs> all right, guys. We've got studs, so we got the flip side to that coin. Mm. We got mm. some duds, man. Some guys that laid eggs, some guys that stunk it up. Some guys that probably should have stayed at home or stayed in the bed. Mm-hmm. Owens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on. We talked about him earlier. I told you I was going to touch on this guy a little later on. Let's you know. do it. Let's do it. Brian Robinson Jr. Ugh. Brother. Brother. <laughs> I mean, I mean. This is stinky. I mean, was it your, was it your twin in your jersey? Like, you got a twin brother? <laughs> that don't even play football. You know what I mean? You know them guys that my brother played, but you know they not even athletic. The other brother not athletic. Nerd. Just, you know, <laughs> Brian Robinson Jr. get home sick and he you know, put my stuff on. They ain't gonna know the difference, Mary. Out there, thirteen carries for eighteen yards. Man, come Ew. on, come on. What was that? Uh, what man. was that? That's not a performance. That ain't even nothing. You can't even call that playing football. 13 carries for 18. Listen, man. <laughs> I, listen, I could go out there and, and get 18 yards, but it wouldn't take me 13 uh, attempts to do it. <laughs> you, hear that, you hear that, Nick Saban? Come on, Come on Saban. Man. Recruit him. <laughs> you hear that, Nicky? Nicky. <laughs> listen, Nicky. <laughs> you gotta make he gotta make up some kind of you got to give him a makeup. You gotta before give him 30 carries next game. Let him 
let him cut rebound from this. This is ridiculous. You mm. think an NFL prospect gonna look at this and gonna want him on their team after you see 13 <laughs> carries for 18 yards? Mm. <laughs> no. Mm. He's not desirable right now. Huh? No. no. Oh my gosh, that's unbelievable. That's the biggest loss of the week. He lost the money just being in that game alone. Unbelievable. <laughs> Go ahead, Brandon. I'm done. Go ahead. All right, man. Well, Tom Durant, Coastal Carolina, what are you doing? I looked mm. high. I looked low. I'm mm. trying to find anything that I might have missed. But guess what? I found nothing. My mm. boy, Javion Hiley, one of the top wide receivers in all of college fantasy football, you know, I'm going to start him with confidence because he's, you know, he's playing a pretty, you know, fairly easy team. Guess what? He didn't even play, and I don't understand why. What happened? Was there an off the field issue? Can you please tell me what's going on? Did he get sick? Does he got, you know, does he got, you know, the virus? Like, what's going on, boys? What you guys too busy working on your mullets to tell me what's going on with with Highly man? Like, come on, what's up? Where's the beat reporter at, man? Come on. Uh, you know, we have all these, you know, I mean, I'm not saying that CFF is not, you know, like you said, this is a little bit more challenging because we have to search for our, our injuries and stuff like that. But there's resources like the CFF site and, you know, our boy, uh, Mr. McGee there, Fantasy Foot, that kind of tells us the injury updates and stuff like that. that. Dude, man. Yeah, shout out to McGee, man. You also, yep, you're also doing the Lord's work. Thank you for doing that. I appreciate it highly. But I'm not appreciative of Mr. Hiley this week because he didn't play. But honestly, I can't hate on Mr. Hiley. I'm, I'm mad at Coastal. I, I just want to know what's up. And can we at least get a update before, you know, he hops in this week, please? That would be nice. Uh, but will we see it? Probably not. So my dud is Javion Hiley because, you know, a lot of people probably put him in like I did and got a big old fat goose egg. <laughs> you know who they did report on prior to the game? Grayson McCall. Yeah. They did say he's not going to play. And I was like, I mean, I had him. I mean, I, I've got him in our league, but I wasn't going to play him. Right, but yeah. It just came out of nowhere like Grayson McCall is out today. I'm like. I mean, if they're going to set all your starters, at least tell us. You know, all of them are sitting, you know what I'm saying? Come on. We'll get into that stuff later on with my oh, eye yeah. I'm going to deal with that. But, guys, my dud for the week, man, this guy's been killing it all mm. season long. And for what, for, for, for some odd reason. He misses the boat in this game. If if listen, if 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 there's a game during the season that you want to get off in, this is that game. Mm -hmm. Wake Forest in North Carolina, points all over the place, yards all over the place. Man, they scored over 100 points in this game. Ridiculous as far as the yards. Uh, Wake Forest with 615 total yards. North Carolina with 546 total yards. Just ridiculous. And Josh Downs couldn't hardly get none. My man couldn't hardly get none. Mm. Four catches for 35 yards. He pulled a Houdini on us, man. He disappeared. Man. He disappeared. I don't know if it was a strategy by Wake Forest because I, I it did look like they were trying to double him up on a few plays or they were when they did those bunch plays that Carolina is notorious for where they'll try to get him out the backfield and do it on there as well. It seems like there was there's always a defender in the way, so it might have been by design by Wake Forest. However, out of all games, you know, look, look at the Virginia game, and this is something that we got wrong for prize picks there at the CFU podcast because he went for 40.3 points against Virginia. You know what I'm saying? Like best yeah. the whole entire year. 
who do you think he could beat that with? Wake Forest, right? But it just didn't happen. It might have been game script. It could have been by design, but it was a, it was a terrible goal. show. Phil Longo's got to do a better job of countering because defense. Wake Forest defense. gave you Wake Forest gave you fifty was it fifty five points fifty eight yeah. points yeah fifty eight versus fifty five Wake yeah, Forest gave you fifty eight points hundred over hundred points in this game bro yeah so it's, so it's not <laughs> like they're out there stopping you right? no <laughs> you know what I mean no it was yeah. wide open the whole game the whole game so you've got to be able to adjust to their adjustment. You've got to be able to counter whatever it is they're doing. Phil Longo, come on, man. You shouldn't have been showing so much love to Ty Chandler. Maybe Josh Downs would have got him some. But, yeah, man, <laughs> Josh Downs missed the boat in this game, man. Yeah. Again, I know that had to hurt me because I know he's probably licking his chops. He probably couldn't sleep the night mm-hmm. before. Tossing uh, and turning, think I'm going to tear yeah. I'm about to be a first round pick in the NFL draft with this game alone. Because of this game, <laughs> it was one game, and now he's like, oh. and man, and the opportunities were few, far in between, man. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's my dud for the week, guys. I'm ready to get into some start and sit. What you guys think about that? Let's start do it. and sit. Let's do it, man. Let's, Let's do, do it. it, Owens, man. Who you got a quarterback this week? Man, I got Kenny. Pick it oh. against North Carolina. Another shootout, huh? Another yes. shootout game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, Pickett, Pickett got 3,171 yards on the season, mm. 29 touchdowns, and only three interceptions. Wow. Unbelievable touchdown to interception ratio. That is, that is off the chain. The guy has been throwing – Yards, listen to this. The last two games, man, almost a thousand passing yards. The last two games, unbelievable. Ridiculous. North Carolina just come out of a shootout. They tired. Only to get to another one. Only to go straight into another one. (laughs) Welcome to our life, boys. Welcome to our life. So, waiting on Kenny Pickett to throw him about three or four Uh, touchdowns. Unbelievable, Kenny Pickett, man. Kenny Pickett's that that he's he's my he's my Heisman guy, man. But it's only because of the ACC perspective, man. I get to see him all the time, and I love some Kenny Pickett, man. The unspoken hero of the ACC, man. I feel I feel like he's gonna put a hurting on us, man. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to rescore, Sam. I hope I saw my boy stunning Sam Howe. He's ready to rock and roll because it's gonna be another uh, another good one. But I think uh, I don't know. Are we in Chapel Hill? Or are we are we back in Pittsburgh this time around? I forget. Uh, I think I think we're in UNC. So, so I'll take it. <laughs> Every little thing I can get. Nope, Heinz Field, baby. Uh, nope, uh, never mind. Yeah, no. Steeler Nation. That's <laughs> <laughs> it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, guys, I'm going to go with Devin Leary. I'm going to start Devin Leary at quarterback. Man, this guy I believe is only 29 percent on. Devin Leary against Wake Forest. Again, Wake Forest is coming off another shootout. They like to give up points. They like to shoot out. They like running up and down the field. This guy has been running up and down the field on people for the past few weeks. Uh, 25 touchdowns, only three picks on the year. He's not going to give you anything on the ground, but the guy is efficient through the air. Uh, Again, he's been lighting it up. Three straight games over 300 yards. 
He's got 10 touchdowns in those three games to only one pick in his last three games. 10 touchdowns to only one pick in his last three games. Devin Leary's been lighting it up. He's hot right now. He's going to have to remain that way because Wake Forest is going to score some points. Wake is going to score some points on NC State. So, man, I look for Devin Leary to continue his his hotness – that is, as, as, as far as fantasy, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna light wake up because they are open to be lit. Yes, they, <laughs> they are be lit, wide open. And so I you think telling me light their fire? <laughs> you are saying that wake just like North Carolina when they come out of a shootout, going right back into one, going right back into another. <laughs> Ice up, boys! Ice mm. up! Mm. <laughs> mm. Oh man. Uh, for my pick, I picked Mr. Reliable, the uh, the golden treasure of the CFF world, Mr. Uh, Bailey Zappi, taking all I'm the rice. Sorry, I thought you already went. Uh, it's all good, man. I got you. I got you. Uh, all the points for all those wide receivers, Tinsley, the Stern brothers, man. It don't matter. Western Kentucky, uh, they got one of the best routes in the game. Uh, I was talking with Jared. It's so beautiful to see Western Kentucky play football in general. And when they're not on TV, that's not very nice. And I get this one might not be because it's Rice. Come on now. So it's like I get it. But at the same time, like let's let's focus on what what the matchup is. And Bailey Zappi has proven to be Mr. CFF this year. He's actually beaten out Mr. Malik Willis countless times. So uh, this is an easy play for me against Rice, one of the weakest defenses in the uh, FBS. So play Billy Zappi with confidence for those that are starting him this week. Absolutely, man. I don't even think Matt, uh, Malik Willis is is uh, top five. I think you've mm-hmm. got to consider Bailey Zappi at number one. You've got Brandon Armstrong. Then you've got Kenny Pickett. Then you've got yep. Sam Hartman. Yep. I think that you could possibly put Stroud there maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh Caleb Williams, if he's going to continue to play mm-hmm. uh, like he's been playing, you've got other people. I mean, Matt Corral's numbers aren't bad. They're not as good no. as they could be had he been healthy. But, yeah, I don't mm-hmm. I don't even think that uh, Malik Willis is, is a yeah. top five. Right Out of all what, the top ten that were actually drafted <clears throat> this year, I think Corral's the only one that's stayed in the top ten here recently. So, And that might yeah. be close to being over now, too, with, the, with him being banged up. So... This is completely different, and the, this is the beauty of CFF, ladies and gentlemen. Waiver wires right. are key. Right. When right. you're in your league, man. Yep. Owns you got a running back. I got Lou Nichols the third. The third. <laughs> yes, the third. <laughs> Listen, man. He is getting ready to play. Kent State. Yes, sir. Matching, Kent, baby. Kent State, I think they give up about 196 rushing yards a game. Yeah. And let me Ooh, look at – And listen, <laughs> Lou Nichols, let me, let, me, let me read you a little something about Lou Nichols. The third. Yeah. The third. His, his last four games, man, 30 carries, 186 and a touchdown. Then he had 29 carries, 136 rushing yards. He had a receiving touchdown. He had 22 carries, 192 yards, and two touchdowns. 26 carries, 163, and two touchdowns. He is on a roll. The guy is carrying that ball. He's running the defenses down. It seems like he's getting stronger and stronger the deeper into the game you go. So Kent State, you're about to get you a bunch of Lou Nichols the third. 
Yes, sir. All day. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I got one hot off the press for you, boys. It's Zaquandre White from Ooh. South Carolina. Guess what we do? We're going to pick on Missouri again. That's Come right. On, Come on. Missouri Missouri can't tackle no one, man. And so what's going to happen, we're going we're gonna to pick on them. So actually, White went for uh, 13 carries last week for 111 yards against Florida. So he's uh, – I know he's sharing with, I believe, Morris, but it looks like White is starting to carve out more of the bell cow role for the Gamecocks there. So why not pick on the worst-run defense in the nation, Missouri? So I'm definitely taking Zaquandre White here for running back this week, guys. I like it. I like them both. Actually, I don't like new little nickels that much. (laughs) Why is that? Because because (laughs) Owens has him him in our home league, and we're playing Uh, this week, first week oh, of the playoffs, we're playing. And you want you want to trade for him, but you ain't never going to do that, though, right? <laughs> He'll never trade Lou Nichols. Nope. He'll... Lou Nichols is better off graduating before. Yeah. He... Pretty, pretty much. I'm going to go with Alton McCaskill, guys. Yeah, that's my guy. 41% on. He's at Temple. Temple stinks as far as. Stopping the run, they're excellent mm-hmm. against the pass. Yes, they're excellent against the pass, but against the run, they are horrific. They are horrendous. Any of those terms you want to throw in there, it would apply. Two hundred twenty-one yards per game on the ground that they surrender. One hundred twenty-fourth in the nation. Alton McCaskill is starting to cook here lately. He had a monster game this past week. So, guys, man, listen. If you if you, if you don't know who this guy is, he's a freshman. Plays for Houston. You got to go get this guy. You got to go pick this guy up against South Florida. 22 carries, 125 yards, three touchdowns. Three touchdowns. So, again, they're giving up 221 yards a game on the ground. Our Temple, the the Temple Owls, you got to go pick this guy up. He's only 41% on, so he's he's available in about, what, 59% of leagues. This guy's available. And either you're in the playoffs this week or this is your week to try to get into the playoffs, depending on how your league uh, format is. But, you know, you're, you're in either one of those positions. I'm telling you, this guy would help you, especially in this matchup. I'd go pick him up if I could, but he's already rostered in our league because, I mean, we've got a deep league. It's a deep dynasty league. So the waiver wire right now is a little dry. <laughs> so, a little bit. I, I don't understand how he's only 41% owned. Yeah. I know, man. People in redraft are sleeping and redraft. Come on, man. Dude is nice, man. Sleeping. Dude yes, is nice. nice. Dude yeah. is nice. I want to see you got a receiver. I'm going with uh, Jordan Addison from Pitt. We talked about it. Uh, I think I, I started this guy, his quarterback, so I might as well go with the receiver. Yep. His main guy. You know, good stack. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Just, just, just go with him. I mean, he had uh, eight catches for 145 the game before the last game. Seven catches for 171 in the touchdown, and he's gonna have fun again this week. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Brandon. He's gonna have some fun. It's all right, this week. boys. We know it's a shootout. It's quite all right. <laughs> Let the good times roll in the ACC. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, B. All right, man. Uh, we're going to go ahead, and the guy that I mentioned is going to be John Mechie, the Thoid. The and he's going to take on New Mexico State. 
So, fun fact about our boy JM3 is that he's been over 22 fantasy points the past three games. He takes on New Mexico State. They are actually in the high 120s, so they're not too much better against the pass either. So, great matchup. Um, I'm assuming that uh, Mechie's going to feast early and then probably sit down in the second half and get him a breather and watch Alabama roll tide some more, I guess. So, <laughs> got John Mechie the third against New Mexico State this week, fellas. The third. The third. Guys, I've got to go with Trayvon Rudolph. I've mentioned him earlier. This guy is yes, only two percent on. No way. That's going to change real soon. Percent <laughs> on. Two percent. Two on. Go get him, boys. He's going against Ball State this week. They're one hundred and eleventh. One hundred and eleventh against the pass. Two percent on. Two percent on, guys. Maxim, boys and girls, let's get it. Man, you've got to go look. Listen, you've got to go pick this guy up, stick him in your lineup. Ball State's not going to stop this guy. Mm-hmm. They're not mm-hmm. going to stop this guy. Um, so that's that. Tight end. Tight end, I'm going to roll with is Derek DC Jr. Okay. Derek DC is one of the best tight ends in the country. This guy is not only one of the best tight ends in the country, but he is one of the most consistent tight ends in the country. If you're in a PPR league, this guy is exactly what you want. Mm-hmm. A reception um, machine. Um, the reception machine. I mean, what is this? The last six games, seven catches, four catches, six catches, six catches, five catches, six catches. I mean, the guy lighted it up and went over 100 yards in three of the, of the six games. Mm. And um, I mean, three three touchdowns in in the out of the six games. So I'm going to start with confidence. Derek DC Jr. against um, he is playing against Utah State. Who stink? They just they just stink all of them down, man. They, great they offense, just, not so great defense. <laughs> they, is, they horrible. Mm. They are they are horrible. So. Uh, Derek DC Jr., I'm I'm looking for you to continue to be consistent and do your thing this week against Utah State. Yes, yes. Uh, for me, I'm going to take what we call the the Konami or the cheat code. That is Mr. Jordan Myers from Rice because he's actually a running back. But guess what? He has a tight end designation. So what do you do with that? You slide him right on into that tight end spot. This is uh, little McCaffrey's uh, pride and joy over in Rice. Probably one of his only other production other than McCaffrey. I think they have one more receiver. I forget his name. But other than those three, that is Rice's offense, ladies and gentlemen. So I definitely think that if you can get Myers or if he is available, you have him on your bench. This is a great game to play him. Uh, once again, this is West Kentucky. And though they have some very smooth, smooth routes and it's beautiful watching them play, there's no defense there. So uh, definitely thinking about taking Jordan Myers. I think that's the way to you know, get that little Konami code in there, get an extra 20 points in a tight end spot. That's very hard to do on the regular boys and girls. So Jordan Myers from Rice is my guy for tight end this week. That's what's up, man. I like it. Zach Coombs, guys. I'm going to come in here every week, and I'm going to keep saying this guy's name <laughs> <So you> pick <laughs> him up. until the percentage goes up. 26%, guys. 26%. This is a Penn State transfer. Ricky Ronnie there, who was a Penn State offensive coordinator a couple of years ago. There's a reason why this guy followed him here. There's a reason why he gets so many targets. Owens just read off the target list for uh, uh, Derek D.C. 
Let me let me let me just give you his past five games. Mm-hmm. Nine, eight, eight, three, which was against Marshall, which is one of the best pass defenses in the country, right. and then eight against Utah. Eight, three, eight, eight, and nine mm. <laughs> catches. Mm. He's got two 100-yard games within the last five games. Mm-hmm. This past game, nine catches, 102 yards, and a touchdown against Florida International. If you've mm. got a tight end premium in, in your league, as we do, this guy is gold. Mm-hmm. He's playing against Florida Atlantic this year. They've gone three straight games, Florida Atlantic. They've had a wide receiver and somebody go over 100 yards. Listen, this guy sees this ball. He is a part of the game plan. Uh, he's he, he may be the first option mm-hmm. when it comes to the passing game. He may be the first option. Right. So you want that. You want a tight end or anybody that's peppered with targets. That would be this guy. So you've got to go pick him up, guys. Again, 26% on. So he's more than likely available in your league. I think this will be a very, very valuable asset to your team as you make your run for the playoffs. You got to go get Zach Koontz tight end for Old Dominion Monarchs. That's it for the starts, guys. Whose butt is warming that bench this week? Mm-hmm. Who's coming and sitting by coach? Who are you calling out the game? Hey, 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 come on out. Come on out. <laughs> come on out. <laughs> this, 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 this ain't the week for you. You get in there fumbling around, fumbling and bumbling and stumbling. We need some consistency. I played around all year long. It ain't just, it's not time to play. Playoffs. 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 <laughs> Listen, if this isn't the playoffs in your league, this is the week before the playoffs in your league. That's right. It's one or the other, and then mm-hmm. and play time's over. So you've got to sit some butts. Yes, <laughs> you got to tell some guys, I, 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 come on, come on out. <laughs> come on out. Come on out. Come on out. Owens, who you start? Who you sitting, man? Man, I'm sitting Matt Corral. This week versus Texas A&M, mm. Mm. the guy, the guy is Ooh. not a hundred percent. They have a probably will play next time, next game, whatever by his name. But in this game right here against Texas A&M, you will need to be a hundred percent, if not or close to a hundred percent in this game facing a defense like Texas A&M. Um, and, and like he said, this is either the week before the playoffs in your league or the week the playoffs begin in your league. And you don't want to be messing around with a quarterback who has a bad wheel or some, or some type of injury because that can easily get re-injured and that guy get hurt and you don't have a injury reserve available or uh, like we do in our league, yeah. you're left with whatever the guy went out with. If he go out with eight points, that's what you left with. You got beat. I don't, <laughs> care, who, I don't care who you are. You got a quarterback. You, you didn't end up with eight. You lost. Mm-hmm. So Cry in the river. <laughs> <laughs> so don't even mess around with it, man. Just find you somebody else who's available on the waiver wire. If you need to, go, if you need to hit the waiver wire, find somebody else that, you know, got a good matchup. 
and roll with them. But I'm sitting Matt Corral this week. Yeah, it's all over but the crying, huh, with that eight points. Boy, it it's over when you lost. No, no more popcorn over on this. <laughs> I know, right? Lane, give me, get your popcorn ready. Your popcorn. Yeah. Oh, bro, you can throw nope. that popcorn away. <laughs> ready for next season. Yep. All right, boys. I'm going to go ahead and hit you with mine. And this is similar. There ain't going to be no popcorn in this one. And we all talked about how nice Hendon Hooker is. But guess who they faced this week, boys? Georgia. Ooh. And know what I say to that? Nope. No fantasy points for you, Hendon Hooker. You go sit right next to Coach. Sit on down. This is playoffs, man. We talking playoffs. And if you're trying to win your league, are you really going to send Hendon Hooker out there against Georgia? No. no. Oh, he going to come back with 12 points. Come yeah. 12 whole points. Nice. Yep. This is Georgia. Georgia can beat the Detroit Lions right now. So come on, man. Were you really gonna start Hendon Hooker? Nope. I won't say sit down, Hendon Hooker this week. No offense to you, Mr. Hooker. You're a fine player. Just not this week, man. Man, you gonna go? You gonna hit that bench? (laughs) (laughs) That pine's gonna hurt. Yeah, come on, right here. Right here. This all you, right here. Mm. Jeff Sims, sir. Versus Boston College. Boston College is only giving up 162 yards a game. Uh, they are sixth in the in the in the country versus the pass. You wouldn't think that. You wouldn't think that. But they are. If you look the numbers up, only giving up 162 yards a game. Hmm. Again, number six. They get, they get Fields or COVID back. Mm. Last week, mm. I was not mm-hmm. expecting that. He's back. Me either. Me either. I saw that, and I was like, "Huh? Yeah, he's <laughs> back already. <laughs> already? Yeah." I, I was like, it. "Wow!" But I don't like this matchup for Jeff Sims. Man, he's he's a little turnover prone. He will throw some picks. <laughs> I think he's gonna throw a couple in this game. <laughs> 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 He's great with his legs, but I think I think I think Boston College is able to put the clamps on him. So I've got to I've got to sit Jeff Sims. I like that one one shootout in ACC that won't be happening. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Owens, you got a running back, man. I'm going with Evan Hall. <laughs> From Northwestern, he's playing Wisconsin Badgers, who only and give Badgers. up. <laughs> they only give up fifty-four rushing yards per game. Man, that's stingy. That is ridiculously stingy. I mean, oh you man, know, you're talking about some water being cut off. <laughs> My goodness. Yep. They don't even want you to put your finger in the water, your tongue. They don't want you to get a sip of nothing. This mm. dude, man, he might come out of there, man, with 28 yards, man. 50 carries. <laughs> 50 carries, 20 yards. My goodness, man. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's ugly. <laughs> but, yeah, man, listen, man. You got a hole on your team, man. Put him on that bench. And leave him there this week. Don't even look at him. <laughs> Not at all, man. Man, my pick's going to be Toa Tua from Nevada. They're actually taking on a very, very stout and ready to go uh, ranked San Diego State, who actually ranks sixth against the rush. 
I say sit them on the pine this week. Now is not the time to be playing around, boys and girls. This is the playoffs. Toa Tua's got some speed. He's got some acceleration. He'll put points on the board, just not this week. So uh, just be careful with San Diego State. I say sit good old Toa Tua this week from Nevada. All right, man. I'm going to shock the world with this one. Rasheen Ali. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I saw Where that. UAB. Ooh. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. Rasheen Ali's been killing it this year, man. Yeah. But UAB, last name. man, they are – listen, man, they give up, a, what is it, 118 a game? The 24th against the run. They give up about 118 a game. Three yards – what is it? Three, three yards of carry is what they're giving up. Three yards a carry mm-hmm. is what they're giving up. That's stingy. That's <laughs> ridiculous. And UAB uh, has always been a decent defense. Right. Now, they've had their moments this year, but, again, this is just one of those games where I wouldn't, I wouldn't take the chance. I wouldn't take the chance. I hope Owens puts this guy in the game. This week because he had it in the league. I want to see him in the I want to look over there Saturday morning and see Rasheen Ali in the game. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Our listeners know how I feel about Rasheen Ali. I've been I've been saying this guy's name. Yes, and I've teased you most, about how you feel about Rasheen most, Ali. Most yes, most of these mm. our, our podcast, I've been talking about Rasheen Ali. And you look at his numbers and he's been tanning it up. Mm-hmm. You know, you put him in the lineup and you happy you put him in a lot. You know, oh, yeah. savage. And listen, man, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna tell you right now. Saturday morning, you look over there, you're gonna see Rasheen Ali <laughs> on that bench. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, <laughs> I've been doing this way too long <laughs> for me <laughs> to put him again in the game against UAP. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing it way too long. <laughs> I want to see it. I want to see it, though. No. You might, you might see it on Saturday about 11 a.m., and he's going to sneak it right on out right before lock at 12. Yeah, he'll look at it. <laughs> 10.30, yeah, he'll be, oh, he's still in the game. Yes. Oh, That's yeah. Right. 12 o'clock, and he ain't there. He on the bench. I'm going to I'm gonna just I'm, – I'm the commissioner. I'm going to turn this stuff gonna off. Turn my- lock it. Lock it at 10. <laughs> I'm going to turn my phone off. <laughs> no, he can't uh, make the move. Like, oh, we won. <laughs> <laughs> y'all heard it first. Y'all oh, listen, man. y'all heard Collusion. it. Collusion. <laughs> y'all heard it. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'll teach you about playing tricks with me. You won't trick me. <laughs> I'm going to trick you. I'm going to turn right. your power off when you can't take him out. He'll come cut the cord at your house, man. Boy, I tell you. Yeah, boy, I tell you. <laughs> I'm going to turn your privileges off. <laughs> <laughs> That's cold blooded. Brandon, who you got to run it? Uh, Owens, no, who you got a wide receiver, Owens? Man, Venus Jones Jr. Mm. You got Venus Jones on my, 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 I know, Same. I do, you know, the tight end. It's, it's still fly. It's a fly trap either way, man. You know, yes. <laughs> I had to. I had to mess with him. I had to. I didn't oh, say yeah. it, though. I didn't say it. <laughs> no, you didn't say it. I didn't say it. Oh man. Oh man. My man B, man. He's sitting hooker, you know, against Georgia. So why not sit his mm-hmm. main guy? You know, Jones yeah, Jr. Yeah. You might well go sit along with him. You know? Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. 
That's just enough said right there. Sit along with it, man. Y'all ain't going to do a doggone thing this weekend. Uh, if I was Tennessee, I'd throw a white flag and just not show up, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> that ain't going to happen. <laughs> Called now. All right, wide receiver I have picked to sit down is Mr. Ricky Pearsall of Arizona State. They're taking on Washington. Uh, one, there's lack of receptions in Pearsall's way. He's dropped down to three or less as far as receptions going on. And actually, Washington is ranked number one against the pass currently right now. So you wouldn't think that about the Huskies, but Huskies is still holding on to what little bit of defense they had from back in the day. Washington used to be well-respected. They always would be in the playoff picture. And it's taken them a long time to get back to form. But uh, at least on their secondary, they have one of the best secondaries in the actual NCAA. And some of those guys are going to go pro here in a few years. So you definitely need to be careful of that. That means Mr. Ricky Pearsall, sir, you will be sitting on the bench. And not even the assistant coach will be looking your way either, sir. Just sit there. Just street clothes, man. Don't even put on the pads. Sit down, sir. I'm a street sir. Wow. Sir, he 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 addressed you respectfully. Yes. Sir, before he said your butt. <laughs> Washington, their pass defense is great. It's one yep. of the best in the country. Yes, That's it is. their strong suit. They're horrible against the run. Yeah. Which is why Rashad White is getting in that game. Mm-hmm. But they are great against the pass. They are. Guys, I'm going to go with Makai Pope versus Auburn. Okay. Mm-hmm. I really don't like this matchup for him. Auburn has some athletes in the secondary. They've got, was it, Smoke Harris and those guys back there? Man, those guys are good. And they're good against, you know, um, the, uh, offenses that like to air it out. You know, they kind of slowed uh, Ole Miss down when they played them a couple weeks ago. Those guys couldn't hardly get anything going. And I think that Ole Miss is a better offense than Mississippi State because they're more balanced than Mississippi State. You kind of know what you're going to get with Mississippi State. And I think Auburn has the athletes to match what Leach is doing in his air raid offense. So I've got to I've got to sit Makai Pope this week against Auburn. Mm. You guys have some tight ends, I see. Yes, sir. Owens. <clears throat> You know, uh, this guy, man, he's not necessarily like a, a complete sit. I mean, but he's he's a uh, keep your eye on him. Like if you can't find any other options, man, better than him, you could probably put him in the game. But I think there's a lot more uh, options out there that's, that's that's better than Xavier Gaines, man. Plus, he's playing against UAB. We talk about a good good defense. Um, UAB is. They're gonna mess with him. They mess with a lot of people. Uh, yep. Like I said, man, I, I I'm not just gonna tell you to flat out sit him if, that, if that's the only tight end you got. Um, but there's just way better options out there, man, than than the Xavier Gaines. So. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I actually got the uh, other side of the coin. Um, I have chosen to sit good old Garrett Prince from UAB against Marshall. One, I'm tired of his wishy-washy performance. I got beef with you, Mr. (laughs) Prince. I've been mad because the times I play you, you get four points, right? You get like two receptions. When I sit you, you go for 15-something points, six receptions. And, you know, I I heard the name Garrett Prince early on that waiver wire show. So I was like, you know, I'm going to pick up Garrett Prince. He sounds like someone that can save me a season. Nah, he's more annoying than Greg Dolchers, man. I'm going to play Greg Dolchers. I have these other two guys, Gaines and and, and Prince, and I, I'm going to sit both because I don't like the matchup. Two, 
Marshall ranks ninth against the pass right now. So, I mean, Marshall's doing their thing. The herd is staying in contention and playing playing strong against the receivers and on the tight end. So, uh, Mr. Prince, uh, I have no hesitation. Greg Dolches, you're up, sir. You're, uh, you're up and get patted on. Mr. Prince, please sit down, and I don't even want to look your way this week, sir. Goodbye. <laughs> I might even I might even drop you. We'll even see. Oh, I mean, that's it for that wow. guy. I don't have a tight end to sit. I didn't look hard <laughs> enough. I just I mean I looked. I just didn't like none of them. Yeah. So I ain't even get nobody. And plus, I couldn't wait to get to this. I wish segment. Mm. I need to blow some steam. <laughs> Ooh, wait. You been holding all week? All weekend. So. Mm. I've been holding all weekend. All weekend. Be you ready to blow some steam? Yeah, I got something. Owens, I know you're ready to blow some steam. You're always, oh, ready. always ready to blow some steam. I'm ready. Y'all ready? Let's, Let's do, do it. it. I wish, I wish, I really wish, coaches, please make up your mind on how many carries is running backs gonna get per game. Like, give us some consistency, please. I mean, you can't, you can't run a guy here and he get 25 carries this game or 30 carries this game. So back to back, 20 plus carries in the game and then come back with 10 carries the next game or 14 carries. That is ridiculous. We're trying to win our, our, our leagues over here. We want to see some <laughs> consistency. We want to be able to trust these running backs. We want to feel comfortable putting them in the game. Like, for example, Davo, how are you going to give Will Shipley 25 carries game before, and he come back with 14 carries this week. <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I'm, I just, I just can't, I just can't see it out there, Troy. But dog, you get 25 carries a couple games ago. You get 25 carries a game. I mean, 22 carries a game after that. This past weekend, how are you gonna come out with five carries? How y'all only gonna give the man five carries? <laughs> what kind of mess is this? How you expect me to trust the guy when his carries go from 22 to 5? Man, y'all heard him. We trying to win a league. We, we trying, trying to win some leagues. Come on, we man. We trying to win some leagues over here. <laughs> but I know what needs to happen. I know exactly what needs to happen. We need to, we need to go put y'all coaches in, the, in fantasy football leagues so that y'all can understand <laughs> how we feel. And then that way, y'all be consistent. I need to give this guy 20, 20 plus carries because I got him on my team. And then y'all know that way we'll get some consistency out of this thing. But I need some consistency. Please be consistent with how many carries y'all give these running backs. Thank you very much. Wow. Man, yeah, mm -hmm. a lot to get out right there. Yes, man. sir. Yes, sir. Me. I wish, I wish, I wish. I wish my brain would work when I'm guesting on other podcasts. And I'm trying to remember these players' names, right? And I can't remember it at all. People are going to listen to this episode, right? 
They go, hey, brother, touche. They gonna think I'm dumb or I don't know how to play CFF. I know the players, boys and girls, but I just can't remember half the time. There's 130 teams. Cut me some slack, pretty please, with sugar on top. Thank you for uh, listening to my TED talk, and uh, I just wish I could remember players' names. That's what I wish. Man, that was nice, quick, stern. I feel your pain, brother. Mm-hmm. I feel your pain. <laughs> this is what I wish. Mandatory IR information. That's what I wish for. In-depth injury reports. No lying. Stop lying. Yes. No shaving information. No shading information. Mm-hmm. Don't get no slanted information. No talking in code. Mm-hmm. Come clean. <laughs> come clean. Game fresh. Come on. Come on. That's all I want. Just come clean. Is he hurt? Is he not hurt? Are you playing him? Is That's he it. limited? And not only that, this is this is an extension of the injury situation. If a guy is killing it, i.e. Jordan Mims, don't rush the guy that was just nursing an injury. Don't rush him back only for him to come back and stink it up. Come on, Taylor Yeah, man. Jordan Mims was killing it. And and Ronnie Rivers is trying to rush his behind back. For what? (laughs) Let me give you some numbers. Jordan Mims and and, and Ronnie uh, Ronnie, uh, Rivers' absence. 23 carries, 134 yards, and a touchdown. Four catches, 20 yards, and a touchdown. The next game, 29 carries, 186 yards, and two touchdowns against San Diego State. Rivers, 12 for 79 in his game back. You rushed him back for that? Ew. After <laughs> Mims was just killing it? Mm. Man. Man. Mm. Stupid stuff. Yep. He should have just stayed hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Mims was hot. It's hot. Killing it. It's hot. A 186 and two against San Diego State. Yeah, it's one of the and toughest Mims defenses come in the back. Mims comes back. Not Mims. Rivers comes back. 12 carries, 79 yards, and that's it. It's almost mm-hmm. like he just messed up the flow. Yep. Because they lost too. I mean, they got thumped by Boise. So and what did what did Mims' numbers look like when he got back? Man, I think he had two one two carries for one yard or something uh, like that. Un- unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> it was ridiculous, man. Ridiculous. Coaches, so, man, on, the, on this our our information, man. Use your words, man. Spit it out. Don't use be your words. Yeah. Let me tell you what. Let me tell you what Jordan Mims had. I got it right here. Mm. Or did I already drop him? No. <laughs> two carries for one yard. <laughs> oh. He come from 189 and one. 189. <laughs> Owens. Brandon. Yeah, know. One, 189 yards down to one. One yard. What happened? <laughs> against against uh, against a weaker defense. Because mm. 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 Ronnie Rivers couldn't wait to get his behind back. For that. For for yeah, for 12 for 79. For, for that. Ugh. So, that's all I got, man. We are right on time as far as. <laughs> you ain't lying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
<laughs> How long we go? Right in an hour and 40. Boy, that's ankle by the time right there, yes, man. Yes, that's it. Perfect. Perfect. That is ankle by the time. Man, we want to show our appreciation for our guy, yes. our friend, our buddy, our boy, our partner. Yes. That yes. dude, Brandon T, in the place to be. Yes. Much and, love. And, and, Much and, appreciation. And uh, graced us with this CFF expertise. Love this guy. Yes. Uh, Brandon, what you got coming up, man? What you, uh, uh, let the people know a little bit about you, where they can find your stuff and what you do, Twitter handle. I know you got some other things on uh, different social media platforms for CFF. Go ahead and shoot them all of that good info, bro. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Well, first, I want to say thank you for having me on. You know, I love you guys, and I enjoy hopping on. It's all fun every time we get to hop on here and do this, man. This is one of like I said, one of these podcasts that I have rotation on a weekly basis, man. You guys make me crack up every single time. There's sometimes I have to pull off the road and I'm laughing so hard, man. It's just this is you know this is cool, man, because we just get to sit back, talk about what stuff that we love to do, man, and then it's always good times. And I like I just like hearing it from this this perspective. It's a it's a breath of fresh air. So I definitely enjoy you guys, and I'm glad that you're in the space and you're in the community as well. And uh, you know doing the Lord's work and getting that and getting that stuff out there. Um, I'm Brandon Sanders. You can find me at Brandon T Sanders on Twitter. Um, we are at uh, college football, uh, college fantasy football university. That's CFFU. Or you can look at us at CFF university on Twitter and on Facebook. And then if you happen to have TikTok or Instagram, we're at college fantasy football. Use, you can find us there as well. Uh, we have a podcast that drops every Friday morning, bright and early. So if you're a, uh, on your way to work, you go in the gym, or you just have a day off and you're just chilling, uh, give it a listen. We uh, got a different perspective. We, we do things like with Prize Picks, who's our sponsor. So basically, we take the team effort out of it and we focus on just the player, but they have fantasy scores. And that's the great part is that you can use your expertise here at CFF and use it to make you some money on the sides there. And usually we have a guest on every week and uh, we discuss those prize props. We call it the campus picks. And then also, um, you know, each guest has a, a different perspective, whether they are in this uh, CFF. Sometimes they do DFS. So sometimes you'll get some nuggets for about DraftKings and FanDuel and things like that. So you're just trying to bring a different aspect of CFF to you and uh, kind of give you the full spectrum, not just season long and dynasty. But there's also ways that you can win yourself some cash and not have to wait the whole season. So that's what we're here to do and help out. And uh, once again, uh, thanks for, for having me on, guys. It's been a blast. I, I've enjoyed it thoroughly. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. You're always welcome here. You know that. You know that. So, man, that's it for me. Owens, you got anything else? Um, I do not, man. Just wanted to thank Brandon for stopping by once again, man. We had a blast. Um, And so um, I think that's it, man. That's all I've got, man. That's what's up. Until next time, I'm out. Peace. Peace. Peace.